Well, hey guys, this is Harley, Brady, and Lee from Madison Street Worship, and welcome to our podcast. We are doing a question and answer Q&A style um, with some of our questions that we've received on our social media, um, and yeah, let's just dive. What is said just, social media? Um, our Instagram uh, is at Madison Street Worship. Um, our Facebook is also at Madison Street Worship. It's, it's the same everywhere. Um, YouTube is Madison Street Worship. It's There's TikTok. really not anything else out there with Madison Street. So just start typing Madison Street. At Madison Street. It'll and come up. It'll, prob- it'll probably come up. Actually, Madison Beer comes up. Madison Beer. Oh, yeah. Every the- single time I type in Madison <laughs> on Spotify, huh. I'm like, no. You should know by now. <laughs> we'll know we've made it if we overtake that, that True. smart search right Let's there. Let's make it happen. Let's rack it up, guys. Um, We're coming for you, Madison. Yeah, so just <laughs> at Madison Street Worship, and uh, if you have any questions, if you before we even get into these, um, if you have any questions that you'd like to submit, um, just email us or go on our social media and uh, send us a question. But email is worship at MadisonStreetWorship dot com. Sick. Um, yeah. So Very nice. let's dive in. I'd like to cover as many as possible. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah okay so here we go from nathan r blair first question is how do i get connected with a group like this if i play an instrument go back and listen to our uh episode (laughs) one (laughs) yeah no really um go for it i mean i mean i'm the newest addition we all have the same answer i'll give you i'll give you my answer and that's just be around be around just show up like make yourself available be here don't be weird if you're if you're a good person and you're like at all good at your craft like opportunity will come just just show up be here be faithful yeah a group like this um this will help you uh like narrow down your goal Mm -hmm. find godly people who want good community and good accountability and they just are going after the lord not anything else Mm -hmm. that is how you get a part of a group like Mm -hmm. this a group like this is not chasing after fame they're not chasing after the the platform they're not chasing there's no goal in mind for us in the typical christian and music industry Mm -hmm. realm um we are a local church Mm -hmm. i I would seriously go listen to kind of we broke down who we are what we do for the most part um in our pilot and our first episode Go check those out. Um, it'll explain kind of the reason why we're answering like this. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a local church that we serve, and we get to do all this and that. And so yeah. all of the MSW stuff is on top of that as a bonus. We love doing it. We have extra capacity in our free time to do it. So um, that being said, exactly what Brady said, be around, find a local church body that you really love the culture of, you love the mission of. Um, you love what the Lord's doing in their yeah. in their church, mm-hmm. um, and honestly, like we were just a bunch of artists and a, 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 sorry, a bunch of musicians, a bunch of songwriters who came together to serve the body, and yeah. we just like had this same dream together, mm-hmm. and so it really birthed out of that. So it's really really cool. Yeah, um, I would say, go ahead. Can I say yeah, one more thing? Yeah, yeah. If you're like like where I've come from. Like, this is no shade to y'all. Y'all mm-hmm. come from a place that has a little bit more, like, 
push toward artistry. I come from a place that likes like super industrial and has like no, like art is like on the bottom right. of the list. Mm. Like you might have to move. Yeah, <laughs> Just that's being true. totally honest. Like that is, you true. know, I have a lot of hope for where I come from, but I had to realize that I was not that guy. I was not the guy that was going to change my hometown. Mm-hmm. And that might be one of those things you have to pray about. And like, Lord, have you called me to be here? Have you called me yep. to be there? Yep. Not everybody is called to move across the country and not everybody is called to stay where they're at because yeah, you'll have be. a lot more pushback with the non artsy mm-hmm. regions of the United States. If, if you're in the United States, I don't know exactly where yeah. you live, but you know, your region, you know, yep. where the more artsy places are, yeah. um, the more, you know, if that industry lends itself to having yeah. people. So to sum it up, you might have to move. Mm-hmm. And if you move, these are your things you need to look for in the community and the people. And then when you find those things, just be around, make mm-hmm. yourself available. Yeah. Capiche? Yeah. Or come to Shelbyville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be a part of it. Listen, uh, we're all available. There, there's, there's always an open door here with Madison street worship. Like we serve a local church called gateway church and we have our worship team at our church is gateway worship in production. Mm-hmm. Anyone on that team if they desire to grow their skill, if they have like skill, um, and if they have the anointing and God is specifically highlighting those people, like our our team is has all access to be able to. Yep. You know, I wouldn't say it come up the ranks at all because mm-hmm. it's not even that. It's just they have an open invitation to be a part of what's happening through yeah. Madison Street, and and I'll tell you what separates the ones that do get to do stuff with Madison Street and those that don't is their heart. Yep. Yeah. Above everything else. Yeah. So um if your heart is in the right place, your worship pastor will know and we'll yeah. see and the Lord will their will... their job is to discern mm-hmm. who to trust on their platform. Yep. That is that is what they're there to do. That's yeah. part of what the Lord has put on them. Yeah. So that's, that's good. It's a great yeah. question. That's great. Great question. Thank you. Yeah. Nathan? Nathan? Nathan R. Blair. Thanks, Thank you, Nathan. Nathan R. Blair. Um, the next one is the one and only Emily 08. I struggle with fear of singing in front of others. I was wondering what I can do to overcome that. And I'll speak into that. Go for it. Yep. Is, you know, when I was fourth, fifth grade, when I first started singing in front of people, I kind of got thrown into it and I was scared and I was fearful of singing in front of others Mm -hmm. (laughs) thank you and i was really scared and it's not that i'm i was scared of singing it was that i was scared of just all the people Mm -hmm. and a lot of it may be rooted in fear of what 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 do other people think like did they think that my voice is good and i'll just say like give the lord the fear that you have Mm -hmm. like say i give you this fear of of singing in front of people to like help me with that Jesus Mm -hmm. and just start singing in front of people (laughs) yeah and combat that fear and realizing that your crowd is the Lord yeah that's that's definitely true I'm not (laughs) sure where the what what context it is specifically that you're singing in front of people Mm -hmm. but like I know it all matters to me if if it is a performance based like uh context like if we are doing a super special service on Christmas Eve everybody is kind of sitting and really enjoying the music or mm-hmm. you know getting ministered to like we we do things spirit led here so like a lot of the time people are always like music's playing they're worshiping they're worshiping mm-hmm. like that's what we teach in our culture but mm-hmm. there are times when we like like when todd came todd is a voice winner 
performance. Yep. He is like spirit led, but mm-hmm. at that time he was leading a performance and I was playing piano. I was losing my mind because I was like focused on all this intricate stuff. I'm like, I usually don't struggle with fear in front mm-hmm. of people, but it, it was from a very performance context. So if you are singing specials and you mm-hmm. like it all comes down to people are focused on you, that fear is okay. Like yeah. it's it's healthy and that's a normal and, thing. And that I would typically say, means you aren't full of yourself. Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> surrender that fear to the Lord and say, like, Lord, you know, yeah, this is all yours. But if it is like a Sunday morning context and like the purpose of it is to lead people in worship, mm-hmm. that to me is definitely a lot easier to to let go of it and is. to say like, okay, the pressure's not on me. The pressure is okay, how can I get people to really engage with the Lord? Like, what is my job to to lead people? And if that means I need to practice so my tone doesn't suck or my pitch is bad, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, that I would is, say that's where I would like. The more, the more you sing in front of people, the easier it will get. Yeah. Like, you'll get used to it because I used to be so scared of singing in front of people. And honestly, it, what's the most scary is singing in a room with 10 people in it yeah. than it is singing in a room with 10,000 people mm-hmm. in it. Because <laughs> the silence is deafening. It's just, it, <laughs> yeah. And I don't love that performancey thing. Like, I love being a worship pastor and a worship leader because I get to help steward the moment yep. of, of, like, putting the attention on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so when everyone in the room has got their hands raised, they're not paying attention to me, like, it's not a show. Mm-hmm. This is, let's get, let's dive in. Let's go to the throne room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a great answer, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Emily, for your question. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. And I hope you overcome that. Yeah. Um, Hannah, or it's Han Marciak. Han Marciak. H a n m a r s i e k. Any tips for a beginner musician who wants to become a worship leader one day? YouTube University. That's the college I went to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. That's not a real college, by the way. Right. I'm not credentialed. Uh, I can speak toward musicians. I mean, I'm a worship leader as well, but mm-hmm. um, my bread and butter is more like guitar and, and keys and that stuff. Um, I'll speak toward modern worship. Nashville numbers. Learn those. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's super important. It's converting uh, letters like of the key to numbers, and people will call them out. Anyway, Nashville numbers, YouTube, and learn the sonic signature of worship music. There's a, every worship pastor, MD, whoever, producer will deal with the same thing, and that's somebody coming in with their signature sound that does not work hmm. in the whole of the sound. So if you learn as a musician to serve the sound the best that you can, mm-hmm. meaning guitar players go get the right pedals. Like it's an investment. It's a, mm-hmm. it's you're going to invest actual money into this. Like it's expensive. I mean, my board is some odd thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. It's took me a long time. Took yeah. me probably a decade to build up that amount of stuff. Mm-hmm. Takes investment. Like I'm going to give you the very, very practical answer, but um natural numbers, gear and then learn that sonic signature. Learn yeah, what that makes is, worship music, worship music. Yeah, that's that's like really, really good advice. Mm-hmm. All three of those, I would say, translate to every... And, and I love like the day and age of worship music now because mm-hmm. there's a lot of subgenres actually. Oh, yeah. So like it, it all depends on what 
style your context is. So yep. if you're in a, a more gospel driven church, like there are specific things you need to learn. Oh, yeah. yep. Like there's chops. There's you're gonna shred on the B three. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you need to uh, be aware of with that sonic signature advice like that. You know, are you going down the the more like um, I don't know. You you pick. You know exactly what music you like. You know which <laughs> bands you listen to. You know which ministries are out there. Um, you're very aware of like what type of sound dive into the, what makes that sound that yep. sound mm-hmm. and then find a mentor like yes get, in, get in the local church so go walk up on stage after the set or one. after the worship uh, after the the service and start talking to her, whoever that is dude that md worship leader whoever will freak out yeah they will They will go back tell their spouse and be like dude i have this kid yeah or this young adult or not whatever. once have i finished a set somebody's walked up to me and they've inconvenienced me by asking questions. No, it was the most humbling and, and like, uh, like rewarding thing ever. Mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, you, you know, my heart because I was that kid. Yep. I was the kid who walked up. I was like, I don't want to, like, I know you're packing out. I don't want to like, and they were like, dude, what do you want to know? Like yeah. we have, like, I have all this stuff. Let's talk. Let's hang. Let's look at the pedals. Yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, so it was, it's a whole thing. Please Very good word. go and ask questions. Go no, and talk to people. So true. And you know, like this whole thing is just like disciple. Uh, be be um, be your own disciple of your craft. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. and what I mean by that is like have discipline to learn and learn scales, learn keys, like learn as much as you can, especially if you're younger um on keys on acoustic guitar on you know it's 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 a game changer uh learning the nashville number system like brady was talking about it changed my world mm-hmm. um it helps me become a better musician and then it helps me become a better worship leader because i was able to communicate well with my md mm-hmm. um or even if you don't have an md to be able to lead the band right and and that's really really important um yes yeah, so i would say if if you can figure out a way that you can get music lessons mm-hmm. like music lessons are important um you'll be able to sit in a room with someone who can show you what your next step may be yeah and how and to because, get i'm so sorry no totally just how to get to the next place like how to become from a beginner guitar player or beginner keys player to an intermediate mm-hmm. and then from intermediate to expert you know and because it's so like worship music is so specific in that sound it, it might need to be within your church, within yeah. that subculture of yeah, sound. It really is a subculture thing because there are a lot of guys who are pro. Like, I mean, we live, yeah. we live like an hour from Broadway and there are like, I mean, insane players that will never translate to what we That's need. Right. I have hired numerous people to do like sessions on songs I've produced and they have this Instagram following. They mm-hmm. have, all these gigs they're playing these arenas and it was terrible mm-hmm. because they did not serve the sound yeah that i needed right and i was like well that was a waste of 250 dollars." yeah i'll so say like, this too um uh, sorry to interrupt you're good go um a lot of like in our church and where we're at um we have like a modern worship sound mm-hmm. there are some places that still read like sheet music and stuff like that and i'll say if that is where you feel called then do that and learn that yep um it's it's really going to be specific to where you're at like lee was saying Mm -hmm. um if if it is that you also read sheet music then learn how to read sheet music like whatever you got to do 
to serve and to be willing to learn. I would say just be willing to learn. Great, great, great question. Who was that um, again? That, that was uh, <laughs> Hannah Marciak or something. I'm, I'm not sure Hannah? how to... Thank oh, it you. says Han. I'm not sure if it's Han. Okay. I'm just assuming that. Thank you, Han. Han. Yep. <laughs> um, the next one is um, from Jamie is Sassy. <laughs> it's a great name. Uh, Thank you for being honest, it's, Jamie. Uh, it's, do you feel like the tech part of worship can frustrate the heart of it? No. <laughs> I'll let it, our, it depends. I'll let our yeah. tech director answer that. It depends. So, like, the technical part of worship... Mm-hmm can frustrate the heart of it um, do they mean like the haze and I'm, the lights i'm i'm i'm, I'm assuming okay. yeah we can we can Cover break down that. every angle of this one i mean i think the the tech should should slave to yes the heart yep if there is no heart there will be no connection on what is even happening in the room like it doesn't matter if you have like the big budget the like i feel like our generation, the Gen Z generation, millennials, in general, millennials just down. like people are so, they're, they're, they are smarter than you think. Oh, yeah. And they will sniff out like the disingenuine mm-hmm. like church model. I mean, that is honestly like the culture right now is to bash churches and like to dissect them, to yep. like, you know, roast them, to tear them apart. And so, like, you have to be so careful. With, I mean, like, Dude, we saw that happen this past Christmas with, I don't even know that church, and I'm sure they have so many amazing, um, you know, leaders in that church, but that church that had those drummers that were <laughs> flying, in flying the through the, the air on the ceiling for their Christmas production, like, yeah, everybody just was so quick to ju- judge that tech. They were like, wow, this is so, and I'm like, as a tech person, I thought it was amazing. I thought what oh, they pulled, you? yeah, I thought what they pulled off was incredible, and I'm like, it's like really cool. I'm like, okay they probably brought in 50,000 people that whole weekend that they were putting that yeah. production on. Yeah. And I'm like, so what they have this going on? Like, are they sharing the gospel? That's the Come question on, I would dude. ask. That's I'm like, good. I want to know what the program was and like, where in the point, you know, where was the gospel? How is it portrayed? All this and that. I don't care about the lights, the haze, the, the drummers flying through the ceiling. I think that's spectacular. If they made that work. a broader reach. Yeah. I, I mean, think- like, that's not that's not where I'm like I'm judging the heart of it, not mm-hmm. like the tech of it. So like mm-hmm. the tech was so easy to to like say, okay, well that must be their heart. But in reality, like what is all that? And so I'm, well, I'm not saying that's what we would do, but you have to serve the moment that is created. So like you know, for a thing like that, a Christmas spectacular thing, you're you're generally you're trying to reach as many people with the gospel as possible. Mm-hmm. That's a, that is life-giving, that is um, encouraging, that is something that just anyone off the street can come in yeah. and engage and learn about the gospel. We need to get Pastor Jason on to talk about the deep and wide yeah. mentality mm-hmm. yeah, because they want to judge so that so quickly as if, oh, this church is seeker-sensitive. Like, sure. that was so... That, that whole... Um, category of churches has been like so badly portrayed in the mm-hmm. charismatic have we, world have we forgotten the great commission yeah to no, tell the world seriously though but like they will say like oh i don't want to have anything to do with that church because they did this one seeker sensitive thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah but i'm like you don't understand like they that church probably is rich in in gospel-led 
Bible study, mm-hmm. discipleship. Like usually those seeker sensitive churches have insane discipleship programs that mm-hmm. are growing people, building leaders, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And so like I I come from that like this is so off topic right now of the question. So um I'll say this one last thing. I'll I, I came from that, you know, super spirit led charismatic world yeah. where like the whole service was a train wreck but everybody was on their face and anybody yeah. could walk up and grab the mic type thing right um and give a word but there was no order there was no production like everything was frowned upon if you tried to make it excellent any, mm-hmm, any production oh. excellence and they were like we're not going to do easter egg hunts we're not going to do christmas celebrations we're going to have prayer services all day long man there's so there's like a hot and cold on all of those types of things like extremes that you can get into but yeah all that to say with tech let's go back exactly to the question um do you feel like the tech part of worship can frustrate the heart of it totally Mm -hmm. i think there are times where everybody can get caught up with okay this this cue was missed we got to stick closer to the details this needs to happen this needs to happen and you suffocate like the spirit of worship so we catch ourselves all the time being a little too critical because we all want excellence Mm mm-hmm and let me just tell you, when your heart's in the right spot, the Lord will convict you and pull you back to the heart every single time. When your mm-hmm. heart's right, the Lord will remind you of that heart and yeah. be like, no, son, yeah, no, we're daughter, gonna... this is how it's supposed to we be. We literally just implemented a new thing where we just we, we were running haze for a long time. Mm-hmm. We're pulling out haze now, and that was you know something our pastor felt like we needed to do. And like, yep. there you go, like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the it's... question of the heart of it is at the end of the day, like you can't judge the people's heart that are behind the scenes of making the production stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because their heart of it, that is how they're serving the Lord. Yes, that's right. And um, you know, the, when I saw the 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 drum thing flying through the air, I was like, "Come on, guys! Like, it, can we not do something original?" Mm-hmm. Because that. I mean, in some ways, that was very original. Them actually flying through the air—that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah. You know that pitch meeting? They're like. What if they just flew through the air? But, yeah, uh, well, <laughs> you know, really, like, I think it's just telling the gospel in a different way because, like, I'll, you know, I, 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 I won't even get into that. I'll just say you, we can't judge the heart of it because the heart of it is between that person and the Lord or those right. people and the Lord. And so tech is an amazing thing. It's an amazing tool. The reason why we use it is so that we can reach as many people for the gospel as possible. That's right. And, um, you know, there's some acoustic sets that require no, like, extra fancy things. Mm-hmm. Just literally, the mic- like and, the, the microphone that we use is considered tech. And it's, yeah. it's so that everyone else can hear. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so that we can amplify the sound. It's so, you know, so this is a tool yeah. that is being used to I I think also, like, a, an amazing example of this decade is... is the revival's happening. Asbury revival yeah. is, is an amazing it's awesome. example of like, let's come back to it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like we don't need all of these worship leaders reaching yeah. out saying we can come and help you guys and mm-hmm. do this and that, you know, they're just students who wanted to worship and yeah. they don't need anything else. There's and beauty then the in Lord both. breathes through that and says, this is the purest yeah. thing happening on the earth right now. Mm-hmm. And watch this happen. In and response to your, how you grew grew up not everything is pagan <laughs> just yeah. because like, oh i know you mentioned like easter egg hunts and i remember Dude, yeah. i remember a guy like talking about like i don't celebrate christmas 
because of its pagan Santa's roots. pagan roots. I'm like, dude, you're just searching. Like, it's okay. Didn't even start that way. Yeah, <laughs> no, you you go back far enough on anything. Yeah, like no, the fact that people like, is our Lord too small to not turn anything for good? Come yeah. on, like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, let's it's, keep it's going. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think it's a wonderful question, and I think both matter. Yeah. Like, yep. I think the auth- authenticity of worship is so important, but tech can come alongside, and what it's supposed to do is serve the moment and yeah. and not distract or take away. It's supposed to add to. Yeah. And you don't have to overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. All right. Um, we've got. S- Four more questions. So we're halfway through questions. Um, Liv.J Langton says, in seasons of busyness, how are y'all intentional about keeping Jesus at the center? I think that's my wife. (laughs) Yes. That's a really good question. It's a great question. In seasons of busyness, how are y'all intentional about keeping Jesus at the center? I think think you can't get through uh, busyness without jesus that's right (laughs) that's it we're done yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i think that i I love that question because it it makes you begin to think about what's the reason so uh, um you know jesus always uh had a way to just kind of go away is often we read the word and we hear about the disciples waking up and being like where's jesus literally half of i'm not (laughs) that's more than half of of the chosen series right yep. now dude right it's like where's jesus and they're all freaking out peter's like Ugh. has anybody seen him he Which comes I'm in peter he comes in at like 12 a.m just like busting through the door with just like vibing. all these germs of all these people and he's just like <laughs> going to bed <laughs> love the their think, portrayal of jesus i think it you know seasons of busyness like especially in church world where we work is like christmas and easter are incredibly busy and anything yeah. around those times are just it's like hard sometimes to just make it but i think your answer was spot on like you can't get through seasons of busyness without jesus mm-hmm. um because I, I think it's just it's important to yeah. to keep jesus at the center no matter what And um, it is easy to be distracted. I think one thing is like putting Jesus at the center is in those seasons of busyness. Like it's a joy to the Lord when we are present with our families, when we have the time to be present. Did I just totally? No, well, I was going to say like be present with our families is just as much worship as it is Mm -hmm. serving at your church in those seasons of busyness. But whenever, like I'm always convicted, convicted because as a leader, as a worship pastor working at a church, my phone is always blowing up and people are always needing me. Mm-hmm. And I'm reminded all the time by my sweet, amazing, incredible wife to pause for a second and to not be in my phone so much, even though I'm terrible at putting my phone down. <laughs> yeah. That is just as much putting Jesus at the center, serving and loving my family and being present with them than it is to yeah. serve here at church and to be busy and yeah. do busy stuff living in a constant state of prayer mm. is the only thing that i gravitate towards during stuff like that which i understand during busy during chaos like the last thing you do is like take a moment and pray but like when it becomes a part of your like daily habits mm-hmm. to just like like we'll be driving me and my wife and who asked this question um 
we'll be driving and talking about something. Like right now we're in the middle of selling our house back in St. Louis. We moved here with our house still on the market, which is a total move mm-hmm. of faith. But like, and it's been a freaking wreck. <laughs> it's been <laughs> terrible. Like, and we're just like talking about it. And in the middle of that conversation, you know, one of us, because it's in our habits now, we'll just be like, Lord, just bless this right now. Just, yeah. just take care of this. Like, yeah, because dude, let me, we're getting emails and calls and emails and calls constantly about this stupid house. And like, <laughs> and then we're working and then I'm going to Nashville for stuff and she's here and she's writing messages and it's chaos. But like, if you implement a routine of constant communication with the father, mm-hmm. simple, will, simple acknowledgement, just, even if it's a sentence yeah. or just, I know you're here. Bless this situation. I, I don't have it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll so show that, up every that's time. That's all you need, man. He'll show great. up every time. So, yeah. Do have, the, I don't have anything okay, else. It's, cool. I think it's great, man. Yeah. The next one is Cameron underscore Boggs asks, advice on being the best steward for your musicians and team members. So I guess like as a worship pastor, as like a tech director, mm-hmm. maybe... I'm yeah, not yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm not sure how. I, his... I, uh, I would say love them for who they are and and not what they bring to the True. table, and not even that they are here at the church. We said that in the pilot. Yep. Yeah, like to steward people, they want to know that you see them. Yeah. They want to know that they have a home here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they want to know that they have purpose here. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that last one will come. The purpose here. The the opportunity. You know, that thing will come, but they want to know that they belong and they are yeah. loved and, you know, that yeah. I'm always everything gonna, else. I'm always going to give like logistic answers because <laughs> that's just how I am. But um, reach out to people like you have no idea how valuable that one text is. Hey, bro, mm-hmm. how you doing? Mm-hmm. Like people are so because you're thinking about them and they realize that like, I mean, Harley is thinking about me right now when I'm working my nine to five and like. I think that's really, like, and, and on top of that, like handwritten notes. It's yeah. so people that goes so long. Yeah. I don't know why, way, but I yeah. guess it's the pain in the butt to write something. And they realize that. <laughs> and they realize that. And they're like, this they can't be so replicated. You, you didn't copy paste this to right. everybody on the team. So don't stamp anything on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do that more. <laughs> I need I to do. write. I need oh, to dude, write I'm talking to myself letters. right now. And this but, is a habit that I, I had in my old church, but like writing birthday cards, stuff like that, like, it just, it's a little boost in the tank for those mm-hmm. people. So you never know. A lot of times people don't tell you when they're on the edge of burnout until mm-hmm. they get there. Right. Yep. And like, you never know what that little acknowledgement of, Hey, been thinking about you. How you doing? Yeah. It could be four texts back and forth. Like that took no time. Yeah. And I would say too, like resource the heck out of your musicians yes. and your team members. Like if, if you want to be a good steward of them, like give them the logins to your online subscriptions that will teach them yep. some things that they need to maybe learn. Yep. Like, yeah, that that's definitely it's like $150 part of it. a year Yeah, for your organization. Not everybody has unlimited funds, but like right. 150 bucks for like a crazy amount of resources to give your people like that investment is worth it mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's kind of where they're going with their question, but like different ones are like worship online. Yep. That's a great resource. Yeah. Um, yeah, there there are people who need to be loved specifically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. through like care, mm-hmm. and then there's 
people like I was the kind of person who wanted to know that I was being invested in mm -hmm. specifically with what I wanted to do with my life. Right. So like I knew that I was being taken care of when a leader would step down and say, Hey dude, let me show you this. Mm -hmm. Or like Daniel who came uh, with us mm -hmm. to Winterfest. Mm -hmm. He was one of my mentors growing up. Wow. Um, and he was like pulling me in. He was letting me play his gear, like all this and that. So That's and not cool. everybody's trying to do this full time. Right. Right. You know, like and if you realize that as a leader, like, this guy is just giving his time because he is a hobbyist and loves right. it. And that is so special. Mm -hmm. Use that steward that steward that with like a, a gift card. Yeah. Give him Starbucks gift card. I'd say too, like just a very practical thing. Like as a leader to steward your musicians and your team members, like honor their time. Yep. Because yeah, their time is so valuable. They're already working nine to five jobs are already working 40 50 60 hours a week and so like if you have um if you have team members that are under you that have just day-to-day -day jobs and they don't work in church or in ministry of some sort um just honor their time like don't let rehearsals go past a certain time like yes. make a cutoff time mm -hmm. you know like start on time too and that's one thing that we've struggled with and we've we still battle with is like actually starting on time but mm -hmm. the more like i think god looks at our heart like mm -hmm. we try every single time we have a rehearsal or a sound check or whatever it may be even a team hang like if we yeah. have a team hang um you know like we we try to cut those off at a certain time and yeah. let people get home so and a message to anybody on a team be there on time please <laughs> Because everybody's time matters, not just yours, yeah. but our True. time, the rest of the team's time. Like, if you're a bass player, if you're a drummer and you're late, you are holding everybody up. Yeah, you're the last stop. <laughs> That's nothing, unfortunate. Nothing happens without you. So, yeah, if you're time. If, yeah, if you're on time, you're late. Yeah, so get true. there early. That and is good advice. If you're yeah. on time, you're late. Next question from Noah Royster 07. Y'all are awesome. God called me to ministry at Winterfest. I'm nervous, but I'm so excited. That feels like a that's statement. That's awesome. That's a statement, not a question, but man, that's amazing. We just pray yeah. that God would bless you, that mm -hmm. um, that you would learn the things that you need to learn, and like, don't chase after anything but Him. Um, yeah. if, if you're chasing after a position, that's gonna lead you down a bad path like chase after jesus and that's mm -hmm. all that matters mm -hmm. also move to shelbyville <laughs> yeah um from you you put you put a great question Whoa. in here how do you deal with heart issues on the platform are you i gave us a sticky one wait are you um how do you deal with heart issues on platform or you mean like heart issues about platform mm -hmm. okay i got you i've gotten that question a lot so that's why i want to throw that in there in the mix and i won't answer it because this is our last it. one. This is the last okay, cool. last question. Lit. Yeah, how do you deal with heart issues on platform? Um, I would say if I discern as the worship pastor that there is a platform mentality or an issue or like, yeah, just if I discern that there's a problem, my my go-to solution is I don't give them the platform. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, as much as people want the platform, you know, I have real life conversations. I have, you know, hangouts with those people and I try to truly understand where they're coming from because mm -hmm. most of the time it's not an issue about being on platform. Maybe they feel called to it, mm -hmm. but maybe they're, maybe they are just really just seeking affirmation. 
Yeah. You know, and and sometimes that's important as the leader to encourage and affirm your your team members mm-hmm. or or people that are close to you in general just like they may not necessarily have a heart a heart issue about serving on the platform mm-hmm. specifically but it goes deeper there's always a deeper route yeah. yeah i i would say um i've got two things yeah one thing about individuals with heart issues i think those are a lot more uh navigatable is that a word yes. yeah i think you so. know which what i'm trying to say though those are a lot easier to deal with because you can really like spend time with them like especially if you've got equity with that person you can say hey man like i, I know this like you asked me to keep you accountable mm-hmm. i'm noticing these things starting to come up hey let's like let's try to work on this a little bit better like um those like specific heart issues are a lot uh easier to to get with mm-hmm. we had um this is just our place to be able to talk about we had some heart issues happening with our whole team recently yeah, yeah. um with green room mentality in the last couple of- and and that's something we had to address to our team and say hey guys we haven't been like doing a good job about this um you know we had an honor issue with our team and mm-hmm. we asked ourselves if we spend we have two services here at gateway if mm-hmm. we spend both services chilling in the green room cutting up and having coffee during the sermon what is that communicating to our pastor yep. what is that communicating to, to our, our church, church. Um, he's out there during worship let me tell you he's that. he's out there worshiping and setting an example and, and um, we had an honest conversation with our whole team and said mm-hmm. hey guys like we need to do better yep. you guys are um, welcome to stay for one service I know it's a long day you got an early call time you'll be here after everybody leaves like um, you guys are you know welcome to hang out and rest for one service in, in the green room, you you have that amenity to you available, um, but we're not going to take advantage of it, and we're going to make sure that our pastor knows that we are there. So we give our team the opportunity to sit in service for you know one of the services, and um, it changed everything. And now we hardly have anybody even back here. <laughs> true, <laughs> so true. Like now we're like crap. It's really lame. Not, in not cool even, green room. Not even. Yeah. Well, not even <laughs> it's from. A good problem. Not even from a, a shame or guilt yeah, aspect. It's like right. no, that is such good. Yep. Like good I want to honor my pastor. I mm-hmm. want to sit out. I want to be present in front of the people. So let me tell you, we haven't heard about it in a long time. We haven't. No pastor. No. I I think it's one thing that something like that. You know, and and we're kind of getting into more green room culture, like being going negatively, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of platform stuff, but like it, that is definitely part of like serving your church is like be present be there like be active be engaged um and you know my heart as a worship pastor is i want everyone on our team to be poured into because they're pouring out right um and whenever you serve like you are pouring everything that you have into it usually and um if you're not being fed then there's no point like in in you continuing because you're just going to burn out spot on man um But about, you know, the heart issues about pl- platform, like there definitely are people that have like platform mm-hmm. mentality issues. Um, and then there's some people that they have a desire and a dream and a call from the Lord, um, but they just haven't been affirmed. So I'd say encourage the mess out of your yeah. your people. And like you'll discern that as a leader of a team, um, you'll discern whether it's a true heart issue of being seen or if it's just maybe their home life is is terrible maybe they Mm. are 
being degraded every time. Maybe they're not being encouraged. Yeah. It's your job to, to keep a heartbeat on your team and the team members. Yeah. Um, so, and I had, I had a leader ask me once, um, someone that really cared about me was like, dude, why do you need this affirmation? And he was like, do you need it? Or, or why do you need it from us? Mm. Cause there was a season where I felt like I needed to prove myself mm. and I hadn't been taken as serious as I had wanted, even though I had been there for two seconds and nobody knew me or trusted me. <laughs> I had this expectation that I should be trusted and it's not the case. Like, so I, I, when it comes to being affirmed, like you really need to get to a place where it's like, Lord, you've placed me where I need to be. And if I'm ready for that platform or if I'm not, I trust you. Mm-hmm. And all I need is the confidence that you've put in me. Mm-hmm that you're putting me in the right place, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I don't think we've dealt with that a whole lot here recently, mm-hmm. uh, which has been really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because yeah. dealing with somebody um, who really has a platform issue, like it's a, it's a pride thing mm-hmm. sometimes, and... You just have to discern who you're dealing with, what the situation is, like, and follow the Lord. Ask the Lord how to. We lost respond. battery on this camera, so oh, I'm shoot. so sorry. We're gonna cut it to the YouTube guys. Uh, we probably have thrown a thumbnail up by by now, if yeah. not in uh, all that. But yeah, yeah, we definitely should wrap it up. Yep, let's um, wrap it up. We love you guys. We Thank love you so you guys. much for Thanks listening. for all the questions. If you have any more questions, shoot us a um, shoot us an email or follow us on our socials at Madison Street Worship, uh, and our email is worship at madisonstreetworship.com. We love you. See ya.